When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything, get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. All right, everybody, we're back. If you're on the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube page, we're watching the Coyotes and Leafs game on TNT right now. Going down in Glendale, Arizona, of course. And uh, we have some comments to uh, check up on here. Uh, I went don't and mind me. another... What's that? So don't mind me. I had to run downstairs. Mine was in a little bit harder. So I just brought up the full thing oh. of whiskey. Nice. Nice. And uh, here. Oh. And then brought up my ginger ale. And then I. Corey's going to make I, I a drink live on the show. Ice, yeah, I, I did, forgot to put ice in, but I mean, and I don't have a shot glass. So we're just going to start pouring here. Um, You know, what the Coyotes only have 10 shots on goal. So let's yeah. see something that's about like. Uh, 10, ooh, that's not, but you know, that is about like only 10 shots on goal worth of alcohol. <laughs> and, um, and then, oh, oh shit, let's open this actually properly. Also, good night. Good night, Jacob. It was, it was nice to have you on here. And then, you know, add a little bit of ginger ale to it. Give you a nice eyeball here. No ice, though. Kind of looks a little gross, Ooh, but okay. yeah, that's that's playing with fire right there. You know, what is today? Wednesday. Whoo, it's a little strong. Um, Wednesday night. You gotta, you gotta, I guess, live it up on a Wednesday. It is the middle of the week, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens when your hockey team is really bad. Yes, <laughs> you know, you pour drinks. You just. You just drink. It's strong. Yep. A lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have people who are impressed with what you're doing here. We have Bumatis. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, we we actually did started once go, we started going into this whole um, rebuild point after you know the team had gone through a rebuild uh, five years previously. We decided that we were going to do a um, YouTube segment that we kind of started making cocktails. Because of, we call it Sporty Spirits. We started doing it because of the fact that you need alcohol to get through this season. And probably to get through the next few seasons and any other type of news that's going to drop out the coyotes. So um, we are not shy with alcohol in, in the Sporty Nation because... You, you kind of have to. 
Yeah, when your team is this bad, this is what happens. Um, and the wild thing is, again, the Cowboys are actually winning. Tonight, yeah, which is crazy. Which nobody expected. We had some um, people commenting their scores prior to the game. No, one person picked the Cowboys to win, if I'm not mistaken. Corey had the final score somewhere along the lines of, what would you pick, like 8-1 to one or something? Something ridiculous? Uh, no, my, my initial one was seven to two. So I think it's going to be different. And, and then six to four. I, I predicted there this to be a lot more of a high scoring game than Sven. I am actually impressed by the, by the Coyotes goaltending and the fact that they're actually staying in this. So, you know, it's, you can be pleasantly surprised every now and then. Isha says he said four, three yotes. Um, I guess you did. I don't remember that. Do you remember him saying that? Um, I can respect it, though. It's still great that he's... Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Isha is one of the, like, top people that's always been on our side. Oh, 100%. Yes, yeah. Isha's been a big, big proponent of the Coyotes in the state of hockey here in the state of Arizona. 100%. Yeah, he's been super helpful with all of that. Give him props for that. Give him props, you know, for also, too, like, always being um, super supportive of, you know, being being a female in the sports world isn't always uh, the easiest thing in the world, and he's always been super cool with that, too. So uh, thank you, Isha, for, for just being you. We don't tell you that often, so just hate the Maple Leafs. <laughs> yep, that's all he's got to do is hate the Maple Leafs. That's I mean, it's, it's easy to do. It's easy to do. Uh, as we talked about earlier, they're one of those teams that's like has a lot of bandwagon and front runners. <laughs> so doesn't surprise me. Um, so while we have a break in the action here, Corey, I do want to bring something up here for people tuning in from out of state. I have a quick story to tell um, that's very important. And I want to make sure I mention it while we have this platform here. So um, obviously again, Coyotes fans, host the Coyotes podcast, both live in Arizona. Um, if you look behind me, I have a shirt hanging up in my background here. It's uh, as number 49 with the name of Cardo. And this shirt is, is very special to both Corey and myself because Lena Cardo unfortunately passed away from cancer about a year ago or so. And she was a beautiful little girl who grew up playing hockey was a big coyotes fan and she was honored on hockey fights cancer night and then she unfortunately lost her battle with cancer and so the coyotes now have her name up in the the ring of honor at Gila river arena number 49 and the reason why i bring this up is because if anybody watching wants to help out a really great cause the Coyotes started a scholarship fund in Leighton Accardo's name called the Leighton Accardo Hockey Scholarship Foundation, I believe. And what it does is every single dime that gets donated to the scholarship fund goes toward getting young girls to play hockey here in Arizona. And so here in a couple of weeks at the end of January, the Coyotes are holding a charity run in Leighton's honor. And it's called Skating for Layton. 
and um, it's really cool. It's really great. And it's to raise money again for the Leighton Cardo scholarship fund. I'm going to be running in it. I have a donation page set up. If anybody in the chat wants to donate and uh, I might share the link if I can here in just a moment. So you guys can have that link. If you want to donate to the Leighton Cardo scholarship fund. Um, and I very hope you do. Cause again, it goes toward growing the sport of hockey here in the state of Arizona. Uh, Leighton meant a lot to a lot of Coyotes fans and, and, uh, and we miss her a lot. And uh, not only her, but we also lost another great member of the Arizona hockey community lately. We, we lost Matt Schott, who was a big part in growing the sport of hockey here in the state. And uh, so we miss both of them dearly. And uh, both of them have funds set up in their honor to continue to grow the sport here. So I just wanted to, to mention that here as the game is kind of just – trugs along here one to nothing as we move towards the end of the second period but uh, again you can google it it's if you google skating for Leighton l-e-i-g-h-t-o-n it will come up you can find it on the arizona Coyotes website and uh if you can and you have some extra couple of bucks please go ahead and donate uh it would mean a lot to me it would mean a lot to Corey to do that and um if all of you care about uh growing the sport of hockey um donating would be a, a great way to do that. Very well said, Richie. Yeah, we we have recently lost two amazing um, advocates for, uh, you know, women's hockey here in the state. And uh, I, I don't talk about the shot one very much just because of the fact that it was a little bit more personal and uh, for me and uh, many of the people I know. So um, I won't go on to it too much. Um, but it really, uh, it really does mean a lot. And so we, we thank you all. And thank you, Richie, for bringing that up and talking about that as well. Um, it's, uh, very much appreciated to pivot here. Cause I'm, I'm not even sure how to properly pivot from that. Um, I was looking at our, um, our comments and one of them caught my eye in the fact that Someone asked if Joe Arpaio is still our sheriff, which is very interesting. Um, no, he is not our sheriff. Um, our sheriff is now Paul Penzone. Um, yeah, uh, there, there you go. That that was a that was a little. Isn't that uh, wild? That that is how a lot of people know the state of Arizona is because of him. Yeah, no, it is uh uh the the man's like eighty something or other. I think he's running for some type of office. He did. Now. He ran for Senate the last oh, time okay. around. <laughs> and it shows how much attention I paid to it. Um yeah, no, so uh, I think he is still around somewhere, but no, he is he's not the sheriff, he is now Paul Penzone. Um and uh yeah. So so there you go. There's there's a little uh little tidbit for everyone, I guess. Um, Caitlin is asking why the Maple Leafs still got zero. That's a great question. I'm actually wondering that yeah. myself because the Leafs are out shooting the Coyotes 31 to 11 with under five minutes to go in the second period. And the only answer I have for you is that Karel Vimelka is, is playing that well. Um, he already has a shutout earlier this year. One of the great uh, storylines of the Coyotes season is when he got his first shutout this year. 
And that's why. Can he continue it through the third period? I don't think so. I think the Kyries need to score another goal if they want to win this game. Uh, they're not shutting out um, the Maple Leafs. Danny says he's still got some faith in the Maple Leafs. Um, I still Ryan, think they have a possibility coming back. Yeah, Ryan dropping in to say, let's go, Pens. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for joining the show. Um, I, Phil Kessel was a penguin at one point. That's that's all I got to say about that. Uh, Salah, Salah says, uh, Nylander score or no? Um, not yet. They're getting shut out. It wouldn't surprise me if he scored at some point in this game. Because like I said, I don't think Karel Vimelka is going to shut out this Maple Leafs team at the rate they're going. Because what, the Maple Leafs are basically on pace to put up 50 shots on goal, which would be incredible if Vimelka was able to pull a shutout. Um, pull a shutout there, that's for sure. I, I do have to say, though, I am very happy for Vimelka in the fact that he was not doing very well for a while. And then it was a big deal to put Wedgwood in. Actually, the last time that, Richie, that you were on one of these uh, watch-alongs was with Isha. And uh, Vimelka was in, and I had put in a comment that we still joke about to this day that was we want wedgie because of the fact that Vimelka was not playing very good in that game and I think this has been a pretty good um arc for him all things considered in the fact that it really wasn't looking that great from him in the beginning and he's really kind of found his own through the process yeah exactly he's like I said he, he came out of nowhere he was playing overseas before the season, this is his first year in North American hockey, and he's playing pretty well for the Coyotes this season. Um, Boo Mattis is asking about if uh, you can donate any time, and yes, you can. Um, you can donate to uh, the Lena Cardo Foundation um, and the Matt, Matt Schott Foundation um, at any point. Um, if you go to the Arizona Coyotes website, you can find the link there. Um, it, also, in the comments, I put the link to uh, my personal donation page for Skating for Layton, too. So if you want to check that out, you can. Um, and again, it's Arizona County's website is the best place to find out how to do that. Um, and I, I mean, I love... if you want to mess with Richie and make him not be one of the top people who gets uh, donations, you can donate for someone else. I suggest you donate to our friend Jordan. Just mess with Richie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Ash Bolden. She's a former goaltender for uh, Arizona State's women's hockey team. And uh, she's a good friend of our show. And, uh, yeah, she's also doing skating for Lane, and, and uh, she has raised more money than I have, and so you can donate to her as well. But uh, also getting a comment here, who will win today? Well, um, considering I thought the Leafs would win this game, um, I think the Leafs still managed to pull this out um, at this point, the way they're playing. Like, there's just no reason the Cowboys should be winning this game right now. They, uh, they got lucky on their one and only goal. And, uh, and so yeah, I don't the know how the dam is bound to break. Them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thank you again. I appreciate, we appreciate you very much for, for, uh, donating. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. If, if, if we get anything from this stream, if we just raise $10 or, or however much you want to donate to this game for Layton and Layton Ricardo, then we will have one tonight. We will have won this stream. If that's the case. So thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Um, thanks for, uh, thanks for agreeing to do that. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to Corey and it means a lot to the hockey community, hockey community here in, in Arizona. 
Um, what I can't tell what what is your what is your profile pic? I can't see it. What's this? Uh, what's this, Sally? I don't know. I'm a Predators fan. That's funny. <laughs> um, the uh, last time the Coyotes and Predators had anything interesting, I would just like to point out that the Coyotes beat the Predators in the uh, qualifying round to make the playoffs a couple years ago. Um, nice so, nod, yeah. Richie. I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, going back full circle, full, full circle in a way. Um, again, the Coyotes have won more playoff series than the Toronto Maple Leafs have in recent memory. And one, <laughs> of, the, one of those series came against the National Predators. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're down to a minute to go here in the second period. It's getting late on the East Coast. So, um, thanks for joining us if you're staying up late with us on the East Coast. Um, it's 11.30. This game probably going to keep going till midnight on the East Coast, if not longer. So this is like hockey after dark. I like it. Gonna get and, naughty. And we could go into a whole new day. Yes. They, they could, we could spend two days with the people on the East Coast. Another comment here from... Uh, from hope here. What do you guys think of Corsi? Do you buy into that for predictions? I, uh, I consider myself to be a big fan of, of analytics in the hockey community. And so, yes, I buy into it quite a bit. Now, Corsi is just one number. So in my great save by Vimelka on the pad and another great save with a glove. Holy smokes. My goodness. Highway robbery. Corral Vimelka. Oh, my goodness. Can you tell that Richie used to be a play-by-play person for ACHA hockey? Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't really like doing play-by-play here in a way, but that, I had to do that because that was a great great sequence there by Vimelka. But uh, yeah, so I I'm I like Corsi. It's uh, there are more people who do it a lot better than I do for goodness' sake. But um, it's just one number with a bunch of other advanced statistics that can be used to better understand the game. So it's not like and, for people who say that's the, the thing, it's just Corsi. There's a lot better numbers to explain hockey than just that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Ahead, Richie is, is our 100% our stat guy. I, I call him my stat guy when 100% for sure. If you were to put us in like a category, uh, Richie is m- more of the, um, the, the facts, a person and I'm more of the um, analyzing and picking apart type person. And so I, I almost always trust him on all of that. Um, but if there's anything that we have learned through um, the years of uh, John Chica, and if you don't know who John Chica is, you probably saw his little article that came out that I have not even read yet because I find no interest in reading it right now. Um, Richie read it. I'm letting it sit for some time before I actually go and read it. But um, if we learned anything from him, analytics are just one piece of the puzzle. There are a lot of things that need to go into a hockey team and a player. And analytics aren't just it. And that is one of my biggest things on it is you can always use the analytics of a player in order to kind of predict where they're going to go in the future. But you can't predict things like um, when OEL's mother died. That that took a big shift in his career and had nothing to do with um, 
with, you know, kind of what his, his skill had shown before. And um, it just, it's such a, an interesting thing because you're putting numbers to people and people can't be defined by numbers and how they interact with each other and the chemistry that they have on a line and on the ice is just so different. So I have a really hard time with a lot of analytics just for that point. This is maybe my favorite. <laughs> this is the best way to describe how the game has gone so far. 100%. And I was trolling the Leafs earlier in the show. Me and Corey both were. But this is the biggest troll of all right here. You just got scored on by Ryan Zingle. <laughs> the lone goal scorer for the Coyotes tonight as the lead one got an assist after, by uh, himself and the glass. After two periods, two periods of play there. Um, as we're in intermission here, Corey, I want to bring up something. I was just shared a tweet that I want to bring up here on the chat, here on the Hockey Podcast, Hockey Podcast Network YouTube page. Thanks for uh, tuning in tonight, hanging out with us, staying up late. Corey and I, we are the hosts of Sporty with Corey and Richie here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, we cover the Arizona Coyotes. Sometimes, unfortunately, we're both drinking something tonight. What are you guys drinking? Let us know in the chat. I'm drinking some pumpkin porter. Corey's got some Woodford Reserve on hand. But I want to show – this particular tweet there. Yep. There's the Woodford right there. My favorite whiskey, by the way, uh, I just like to point that out. This is. I didn't know that. That's good enough. Yeah, exactly. So here is, this is, this is the tweet I was sent. Uh, let me share it so you can see it. Um, <laughs> this is, this is just so good. <laughs> you can see it at home. I'm not going to read it. Isn't it great? <laughs> It, it's very accurate, actually. Um, Again, full circle to what we were talking about earlier in the show. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's very accurate. I won't deny that. It's, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. Just because there's plenty of things that I could go into um, that I probably shouldn't. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. in, in many, many ways. Uh, the the coyotes get screwed over in, in many many ways. So yeah, it it's funny because what happened there was abnormal, but also not abnormal at at the same time. And the fact that that people do weird things in in boxes all the time, I think people just don't notice it. <laughs> he knew what was up. Um, I mean, he knew what was down. <laughs> bada bing um, bada boom so he knew he, he knew it was down and, and he he knew what was up all at the same time you catch my drift um i was asking what people are drinking we got uh Bumanis once again saying just drinking diet pepsi i like it so oh this is actually a good question are people Pepsi people on here or Coke people? Oh, that's a great question. Are you that's like, really if good. you were to go to the bar and you were to order, do you order Jack and Coke or Jack and Pepsi? I am what? religiously Jack and Coke. That's a great question. If you're, if you're in the chat, let us know. Are you team Pepsi, team Coke, or team something else? I wonder if it's by like region. You know, like some people... 
because Coca-Cola is like a was is out of uh, Georgia, and it's like a southern thing, right? And uh, so I'm I'm curious. I I don't drink as much soda as I used to, but if I did, for the most part, I I usually am like I'm usually a Coke over Pepsi person. However, I was in the past more Mountain Dew than anything else. That is absolutely accurate, 100%. That is true. They do have a lot of times like only one or the other. That also has to go with like uh, sporting arenas as well, considering the fact that when I worked for uh, the Diamondbacks, it was a big no-no to have any Coke products anywhere on hand. We were Pepsi, (laughs) Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi all the time. That is so true. Uh, if you got the TNT stream up, um, I'm watching Anson Carter, Paul Bissonette, Liam McHugh, and Rick Tockett try to break sticks. And Rick Tockett had the biggest fail I've ever seen. Oh, come on, Biz. Come on, Biz. Oh, oh God. Why did he do that? Oh, he says, <laughs> I think, come on, Biz. I think he hurt himself. He did. He hurt himself. Then we have this random dude walking by. What? Just... <laughs> That was one furry jacket, though. Poor Biz. What He's done. Going Lower body here? injury. What was he trying to do there? Look at all that plaid. God. Just amazing. Amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Jacob. We appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the stream tonight. If you did, you can uh, go follow us on Twitter at Corey underscore Richie Show. And follow our weirdness there if you want more Kyrie's talk. Um, I can only drink I... Uh, diet sodas, and I found Diet Pepsi better than Diet Coke. That's cool. Hmm. That's good to know. I, I also, oh gosh, throwing them at now at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so dramatic. But uh, I, I rather have frat boys on TNT than the boys on TNT. Oh, at one hundred percent. I yeah. Like, like I was saying earlier on this, like, uh, you know, there's many opinions about Paul Bissonnette, like, all over the place. Uh, out of one, two of the people on there, uh, Richie and I have interacted with in life, um, which would be Rick Talkie and Paul Bissonnette, and, and they're both wonderful people. And, um, and I would much rather have both of them on there than, than most people, honestly. Um, I... <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy this. It kind of actually reminds me of when Richie was on the radio and uh, Richie was like shot putting uh, a watermelon or something like that in a mm-hmm. parking garage. I mm-hmm. feel like I've seen multiple times of you in a parking garage. So um, yeah, I would much, this is much more entertaining. Richie and I, as you can tell kind of from this, we don't really enjoy the boring like this is what it is this is you know the information like you can do that every single day in life like life's shitty in so many different ways you might as well have fun doing it and that's kind of our philosophy on everything and that's 100% what you get from TNT and um, I'm just glad that they're doing it this way it's so much better of a show and it's so much more entertaining for people who weren't previously NHL fans. Yeah. Hiring biz was the smartest decision they've ever made. Like a lot of you listen to spit and chiclet. So, you know, Paul Bissonnette probably pretty well, but we obviously Corey and I got to know him because 
of his time here in Arizona. And he was on the radio broadcast and TV broadcast for years here, obviously played here many, many years ago. So to get have him be an ambassador for the game like this on a national level is great. Um, we got Donnell tuning in tonight. Thanks for joining us here on the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube page. We appreciate it. Uh, in case you're wondering who we are, Donnell, my name is Richie. Uh, Corey's here along with me. Um, and we are the hosts of Sporting with Corey and Richie on the Hockey Podcast Network. We had to talk about the Arizona Coyotes. And that's what we're doing tonight is the Coyotes lead one to nothing after two periods of play. On, I'm on the DraftKings app here, looking at the, the spread, and the Rams are four-and-a-half-point favorites on DraftKings right now against the Arizona Cardinals, just so you know. And speaking of DraftKings, Corey, the NFL playoffs are here, and the Rams and Cardinals are playing on Monday Night Football. And if you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, you can win a whole bunch of money because... We are counting down to Super Bowl 56, and new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 to win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code THPN to get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 to win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN. This wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one. All right, everybody. We're back. If you're on the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube page, we're watching the Coyotes and Leafs game on TNT right now. Going down in Glendale, Arizona, of course. And uh, we have some comments to uh, check up on here. Uh, I went don't and grabbed another. What's that? So don't mind me. I had to run downstairs. Mine was in a little bit harder. So I just brought up the full thing oh. of whiskey. Nice. Nice. And uh, here. Oh. And then brought up my ginger ale. And then I. Corey's going to make. I, I didn't. A drink Didn't live on the show. Ice, yeah, I, I did, forgot to put ice in, but I mean, and I don't have a shot glass, so we're just going to start pouring here. Um, you know, what the Coyotes only have 10 shots on goal, so let's yeah. see, something that's about like uh, 10, ooh, that's not, but you know, that is about <laughs> like only 10 shots on goal worth of alcohol. <laughs> and... Um, and then, oh, oh shit! Let's open this actually properly. Also, good night, good night, Jacob. It was, it was nice to have you on here. And then, you know, add a little bit of ginger ale to it. Give you a nice highball here. No ice though. Kind of looks a little gross, Ooh, but okay. yeah, that's that's playing with fire right there. You know, what is today? Wednesday. Whoo, it's a little strong. Um, Wednesday night. You gotta, you gotta, I guess, live it up on a Wednesday. It is the middle of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when your hockey team is really bad. Yes. <laughs> you know? You pour drinks. You just, you just drink. This strong. Yep. A lot. Mm-hmm. We, got, we have people who are impressed with what you're doing here. We have 
Through madness. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, we we actually did started once go, we started going into this whole um, rebuild point after you know the team had gone through a rebuild uh, five years previously. We decided that we were going to do a um, YouTube segment that we kind of started making cocktails. Because we call it sporty spirits. We started doing it because of the fact that you need alcohol to get through this season and probably to get through the next few seasons and any other type of news that's going to drop out the coyotes. So um, we are not shy with alcohol in, in the sporty nation because you, you kind of have to. Yeah. When your team is this bad, this is what happens. Um, and the wild thing is, again, the Cowboys are actually winning. Tonight, yeah, which is crazy. Which nobody expected. We had some um, people commenting their scores prior to the game. No, one person picked the Cowboys to win, if I'm not mistaken. Corey had the final score somewhere along the lines of, what did you pick, like 8-1 to one or something? Something ridiculous? Uh, no, my, my initial one was 7-2. to two. So I think it's going to be different, and, and then six to four. I I predicted there this to be a lot more of a high scoring game than Sven. I am actually impressed by the by the Coyotes' goaltending and the fact that they're actually staying in this. So you know, it's you can be pleasantly surprised every now and then. Isha says he said four three yotes. Um, I guess you did. I don't remember that. Do you remember him saying that? Um, I can respect it though. It's still great that he's okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Isha is one of the like top people that's always been on our side. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Isha has been a big, big proponent of the coyotes in the state of hockey here in the state of Arizona. 100%. Yeah. He's been super helpful with all of that. Give him props for that. Give him props, you know, for also too, like always being um, super supportive of, you know, being being a female in the sports world isn't always uh, the easiest thing in the world. And he's always been super cool with that, too. So uh, thank you, Isha, for, for just being you. We don't tell you that often. So just hate the Maple Leafs. <laughs> yep, that's all he's got to do is hate the Maple Leafs. That's I mean, it's, it's easy to do. It's easy to do. Uh, as we talked about earlier, they're one of those teams that's like has a lot of bandwagon and front runners. <laughs> so doesn't surprise me. Um, so while we have a break in the action here, Corey, I do want to bring something up here for people tuning in from out of state. I have a quick story to tell um, that's very important. And I want to make sure I mention it while we have this platform here. So um, obviously, again, Coyotes fans, host the Coyotes podcast, both live in Arizona. Um, if you look behind me, I have a shirt hanging up in my background here. It's uh, as number 49 with the name of Cardo. And this shirt is, is very special to both Corey and myself because Lena Cardo unfortunately passed away from cancer about a year ago or so. And she was a beautiful little girl who grew up playing hockey was a big coyotes fan and she was honored on 
hockey fights cancer night, and then she unfortunately lost her battle with cancer. And so the Coyotes now have her name up in the, the Ring of Honor at Gila River Arena, number 49. And the reason why I bring this up is because if anybody watching wants to help out a really great cause, the Coyotes started a scholarship fund in Leighton Ocardo's name called the Leighton Ocardo Hockey Scholarship Foundation, I believe. And what it does is every single dime that gets donated to the scholarship fund goes toward getting young girls to play hockey here in Arizona. And so here in a couple weeks at the end of January, the Coyotes are holding a charity run in Layton's honor. And it's called Skating for Layton. And um, it's really cool. It's really great. And it's to raise money again for the Layton Cardo Scholarship Fund. I'm going to be running in it. I have a donation page set up. If anybody in the chat wants to donate and uh, I might share the link if I can here in just a moment. So you guys can have that link. If you want to donate to the Lena Cardo scholarship fund. Um, and I very hope you do. Cause again, it goes toward growing the sport of hockey here in the state of Arizona. Uh, Leighton meant a lot to a lot of Coyotes fans and, and, uh, and we miss her a lot. And uh, not only her, but we also lost another great member of the Arizona hockey community lately. We, we lost Matt Schott, who was a big part in growing the sport of hockey here in the state. And uh, so we miss both of them dearly. And uh, both of them have funds set up in their honor to continue to grow the sport here. So I just wanted to, to mention that here as the game is kind of just trugs along here, one to nothing as we move towards the end of the second period. But uh, again, you can Google it. It's if you, Google skating for Layton, L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N. It will come up. You can find it on the Arizona Coyotes website. And uh, if you can and you have some extra couple of bucks, please go ahead and donate. Uh, it would mean a lot to me. It would mean a lot to Corey to do that. And um, if all of you care about uh, growing the sport of hockey, um, donating would be a, a great way to do that. Very well said, Richie. Yeah, we, we have recently lost to amazing um, advocates for, uh, you know, women's hockey here in the state. And uh, I, I don't talk about the shot one very much just because of the fact that it was a little bit more personal and uh, for me and uh, many of the people I know. So um, I won't go on to it too much, um, but it really, uh, it really does mean a lot. And so we, we thank you all. And thank you, Richie, for bringing that up and talking about that as well. Um, it's, uh, very much appreciated to pivot here. Cause I'm, I'm not even sure how to properly pivot from that. Um, I was looking at our, um, our comments and one of them caught my eye in the fact that someone asked if Joe Arpaio is still our sheriff, which is very interesting. Um, no, he is not our sheriff. Um, our sheriff is now Paul Penzone. Um, yeah, uh, there, there you go. That that was a that was a little. Isn't that uh, wild? That that is how a lot of people know the state of Arizona is because of him. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, uh, the the man's like eighty something or other. I think he's running for some type of office. 
He did. Now, he ran for Senate the last oh, time okay. around. <laughs> and it shows how much attention I paid to it. Um, yeah, no. So uh, I think he is still around somewhere. But no, he is he is not the sheriff. It is now Paul Penzone. Um, and uh, yeah. So, so there you go. There's there's a little uh, little tidbit for everyone, I guess. Um, Caitlin is asking why the Maple Leafs still got zero. That's a great question. I'm actually wondering that yeah. myself because the Leafs are out shooting the Coyotes 31 to 11 with under five minutes to go in the second period. And the only answer I have for you is that Karel Vimelka is is playing that well. Um, he already has a shutout earlier this year. One of the great uh, storylines of the Coyote season is when he got his first shutout this year. And that's why. Can he continue it through the third period? I don't think so. I think the Coyotes need to score another goal if they want to win this game. Uh, they're not shutting out um, the Maple Leafs. Danny says he's still got some faith in the Maple Leafs. Um, I still Ryan, think they have a possibility coming back. Yeah, Ryan dropping in to say, let's go Pens. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for joining the show. Um, I, Phil Kessel was a penguin at one point. That's that's all I got to say about that. Uh, Salah, Salah says, uh, Nylander score or no? Um, not yet. They're getting shut out. It wouldn't surprise me if he scored at some point in this game. Because like I said, I don't think Karel Vimelka is going to shut out this Maple Leafs team at the rate they're going. Because what, the Maple Leafs are basically on pace to put up 50 shots on goal, which would be incredible if Vimelka was able to pull a shutout. Um, pull a shutout there, that's for sure. I, I do have to say, though, I am very happy for Vimelka in the fact that he was not doing very well for a while. And then it was a big deal to put Wedgwood in. Actually, the last time that, Richie, that you were on one of these uh, watch-alongs was with Isha. And uh, Vimelka was in, and I had put in a comment that we still joke about to this day that was we want wedgie because of the fact that Vimelka was not playing very good in that game and I think this has been a pretty good um arc for him all things considered in the fact that it really wasn't looking that great from him in the beginning and he's really kind of found his own through the process yeah exactly he's like I said he, he came out of nowhere he was playing overseas before the season, this is his first year in North American hockey, and he's playing pretty well for the Coyotes this season. Um, Boo Mattis is asking about if uh, you can donate any time, and yes, you can. Um, you can donate to uh, the Lena Cardo Foundation um, and the Matt, Matt Schott Foundation um, at any point. Um, if you go to the Arizona Coyotes website, you can find the link there. Um, it, also, in the comments, I put the link to uh, my personal donation page for Skating for Layton, too. So if you want to check that out, you can. Um, and again, it's Arizona County's website is the best place to find out how to do that. Um, and I, I mean, I love... if you want to mess with Richie and make him not be one of the top people who gets uh, donations, you can donate for someone else. I suggest you donate to our friend Jordan. Just mess with Richie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Ash Bolden. She's a former goaltender for uh, Arizona State's women's hockey team. And uh, she's a good friend of our show. And, uh, yeah, she's also doing skating for Lane, and, and uh, she has raised more money than I have, and so you can donate to her as well. But uh, also getting a comment here, who will win today? Well, um, considering I thought the Leafs would win this game, 
Um, I think the Leafs still managed to pull this out um, at this point, the way they're playing. Like, there's just no reason the Coyotes should be winning this game right now. They uh, they got lucky on their one and only goal, and uh, and so yeah, I don't the know dam how is bound to break. Them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you again. I appreciate we appreciate you very much for for uh, donating. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. If 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 we get anything from this stream, if we just raise ten dollars or or however much you want to donate to this game for Layton and Layton Ricardo, then we will have one tonight. We will have won this stream if that's the case. So thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for agreeing to do that. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to Corey. And it means a lot to the hockey community, hockey community here in in Arizona. Um, what I can't tell what what is your what is your profile pic? I can't see it. What's this? Uh, what's this, Sally? I don't know. I'm a Predators fan. That's funny. <laughs> um, the uh, last time the Coyotes and Predators had anything interesting, I would just like to point out that the Coyotes beat the Predators in the uh, qualifying round to make the playoffs a couple years ago. Um, nice so, nod, yeah. Richie. I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, going back full circle full. Full circle, in a way. Um, again, the Coyotes have won more playoff series than the Toronto Maple Leafs have in recent memory. And one, <laughs> of, the, one of those series came against the National Predators. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're down to a minute to go here in the second period. It's getting late on the East Coast. So, um, thanks for joining us if you're staying up late with us on the East Coast. Um, it's 1130. This game probably going to keep going till midnight on the East coast, if not longer. So this is like hockey after dark. I like it. Gonna get and, naughty. And we could go into a whole new day. Yes. They, they could, we could spend two days with the people on the East coast. Another comment here from, uh, from hope here. What do you guys think? Of course, do you buy into that for predictions? I, uh, I consider myself to be a big fan of, of analytics in the hockey community. And so, yes, I buy into it quite a bit. Now, Corsi is just one number. So, and my great save by Vimelka on the pad and another great save with a glove. Holy smokes. My goodness. Highway robbery. Corral Vimelka. Oh, my goodness. Cody's Can you tell that Richie used to be a play-by-play person for ACHA hockey? Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't really like doing play by play here in a way, but that, I had to do that because that was a great great sequence there by Vimelka. But uh, yeah, so I I'm I like Corsi. It's uh, there are more people who do it a lot better than I do for goodness sake. But um, it's just one number with a bunch of other advanced statistics that can be used to better understand the game. So it's not like and- for people who say that's the the thing. It's just Corsi. There's a lot better numbers to explain hockey than just that but uh yeah yeah richie is is our 100 our stat guy i i call him my stat guy when 100 for sure if you were to put us in like a category uh richie is m- more of the um the, the facts uh, person and i'm more of the um analyzing and picking apart type person and so I, I almost always trust him on all of that. Um, but if there's anything that we have learned through um, the years 
of uh, John Chaika. And if you don't know who John Chaika is, you probably saw his little article that came out that I have not even read yet because I find no interest in reading it right now. Um, Richie read it. I'm letting it sit for some time before I actually go and read it. But um, if we learned anything from him, analytics are just one piece of the puzzle. There are a lot of things that need to go into a hockey team and a player and analytics aren't just it. And that is one of my biggest things on it is you can always use the analytics of a player in order to kind of predict where they're going to go in the future. But you can't predict things like um, when OEL's mother died, that, that took a big shift in his career and had nothing to do with, um, with, you know, kind of what his, his skill had shown before. And um, it just, it's such a, an interesting thing because you're putting numbers to people and people can't be defined by numbers and how they interact with each other and the chemistry that they have on a line and on the ice is just so different. So I have a really hard time with a lot of analytics just for that point. This is maybe my favorite. <laughs> this is the best way to describe how the game has gone so far. 100%. And I was trolling the Leafs earlier in the show. Me and Corey both were. But this is the biggest troll of all right here. You just got scored on by Ryan Zingle. <laughs> the lone goal scorer for the Coyotes tonight as the lead one got an assist after, by uh, himself and the glass. After two periods, two periods of play there. Um, as we're in intermission here, Corey, I want to bring up something. I was just shared a tweet that I want to bring up here on the chat, here on the Hockey Podcast, Hockey Podcast Network YouTube page. Thanks for uh, tuning in tonight, hanging out with us, staying up late. Corey and I, we are the hosts of Sporty with Corey and Richie here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, we cover the Arizona Coyotes. Sometimes, unfortunately, we're both drinking something tonight. What are you guys drinking? Let us know in the chat. I'm drinking some pumpkin porter. Corey's got some Woodford Reserve on hand. But I want to show – this particular tweet there. Yep. There's the Woodford right there. My favorite whiskey, by the way, uh, I just like to point that out. This is. I didn't know that. That's good enough. Yeah, exactly. So here is, this is, this is the tweet I was sent. Uh, let me share it so you can see it. Um, <laughs> this is, this is just so good. <laughs> you can see it at home. I'm not going to read it. Isn't it great? <laughs> It, it's very accurate, actually. Um, Again, full circle to what we were talking about earlier in the show. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's very accurate. I won't deny that. It's, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. Just because there's plenty of things that I could go into um, that I probably shouldn't. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. in, in many, many ways. Uh, the, the coyotes get screwed over in, in many, many ways. So yeah, it, it's funny because what happened there was abnormal, but also not abnormal at, at the same time. And the fact that, that people do weird things in, in boxes all the time. I think people just don't notice it. <laughs> he knew what was up. Um, I mean, he knew what was down. <laughs> um, 
Bada bing, um, bada boom. So he knew he he knew what was down, and and he he knew what was up. All at the same time, you catch my drift. Um, I was asking what people are drinking. We got uh, Boomanis once again saying just drinking Diet Pepsi. I like it. So, was- oh, this is actually a good question. Are people Pepsi people on here or Coke people? Oh, that's a great question. Are you that's like really if good. you were to go to the bar and you were to order, do you order Jack and Coke or Jack and Pepsi? I am what? religiously Jack and Coke. That's a great question. If you're if you're in the chat, let us know. Are you team Pepsi, team Coke, or team something else? I wonder if it's by like region. You know, like some people because Coca-Cola is like a was is out of uh, Georgia. And it's like a southern thing, right? And uh so I'm I'm curious. I I don't drink as much soda as I used to, but if I did, for the most part, I, I usually am a I'm usually a Coke over Pepsi person. However, I was in the past more Mountain Dew than anything else. That is absolutely accurate. 100%. That is true. They do have a lot of times like only one or the other. That also has to go with like uh, sporting arenas as well, considering the fact that when I worked for uh, the Diamondbacks, it was a big no-no to have any Coke products anywhere on hand. We were Pepsi, (laughs) Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi. All the time. That is so true. Uh, if you got the TNT stream up, um, I'm watching Anson Carter, Paul Bissonette, Liam McHugh, and Rick Tockett try to break sticks. And Rick Tockett had the biggest fail I've ever seen. Oh, come on, Biz. Come on, Biz. Oh, oh God. Why did he do that? Oh, he says, <laughs> I think, come on, Biz. I think he hurt himself. He did. He hurt himself. Then we have this random dude walking by. What? Just... <laughs> <laughs> that was one furry jacket, though. Poor Biz. What He's done. Going Lower body you? injury. What was he trying to do there? Look at all that plaid. God. Just amazing. Amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Jacob. We appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the stream tonight. If you did, you can uh, go follow us on Twitter at Corey underscore Richie Show. And follow our weirdness there if you want more Kyrie's talk. Um. I can only drink I, diet sodas, and I found Diet Pepsi better than Diet Coke. That's cool. Hmm. That's good to know. I, I also, oh gosh, throwing them at, now at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so dramatic. But uh, I, I rather have frat boys on TNT than the boys on TNT. Oh, at one hundred percent. I yeah. like like I was saying earlier on this like uh you know there's many opinions about Paulus and that like all over the place uh, out of one two of the people on there uh Richie and I have interacted with in life um which would be Rick Talkie and Paulus and that and and they're both wonderful people and um and I would much rather have both of them on there than than most people honestly um I I thoroughly enjoy this. It kind of actually reminds me of when Richie was on the radio and uh, Richie was like shot putting uh, a watermelon or something like that in a mm-hmm. parking garage. I mm-hmm. feel like I've seen multiple times of you in a parking garage. So um, 
yeah, I would much, this is much more entertaining. Richie and I, as you can tell kind of from this, we don't really enjoy the boring, like, this is what it is, this is, you know, the information, like, you can do that every single day in life, like, life's shitty in so many different ways, you might as well have fun doing it, and that's kind of our philosophy on everything, and that's 100% what you get from TNT, and um, I'm just glad that they're doing it this way. It's so much better of a show, and it's so much more entertaining for people who weren't previously NHL fans. Yeah, hiring Biz was the smartest decision they've ever made. Like, a lot of you listen to Spit and Chicklet, so you know Paul Bissonnette pretty, probably pretty well. But we obviously, Corey and I got to know him because of his time here in Arizona, and he was on the radio broadcast and TV broadcast for years here, obviously played here many, many years ago. So to get have him be an ambassador for the game like this on a national level it is great. Um we got Donnell tuning in tonight. Thanks for joining us here on the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube page. We appreciate it. Uh, in case you're wondering who we are, Donnell, my name is Richie. Uh, Corey's here along with me. Um, and we are the hosts of Sporting with Corey and Richie on the Hockey Podcast Network. We had to talk about the Arizona Coyotes. And that's what we're doing tonight is the Coyotes lead one to nothing after two periods of play. And uh, if you're joining us in the chat, Corey was just talking about Coke versus Pepsi. Let us know in the chat. Um, let us know in the chat what you think of Paul Bissonnette, for goodness sake, and the TNT broadcast. This is the first year of TNT getting the rights to hockey here in the United States um, after many, many years at uh, NBC. And uh, TNT's done a pretty good job. So um, I, uh, I, uh, I very much appreciate uh, that so, Corey, help me out here. You listen to Spin Chicklets more than I do. What uh, what is what is the? Do you know what this is? The Ronick horror prank story. Do you know what that is? I'm trying to think. I feel like I've heard a lot of the Ronick stuff. Um, simply because a lot of them, anyone that I've ever met, a lot of times I try and um listen to them, and I can't think of it off the top of my head personally yeah, i don't i don't listen to spin chicken so i have no idea so if you want to tell us in the chat what it's all about go ahead and do that because we're in intermission right now we're getting ready for the third period carries up Our, i mean uh, i will one, never forget nothing. when rick talkett was on one of on one of the times on one of their episodes i was listening to it on a plane flight back from san diego which should normally be a very uneventful plane flight, but we had had a horrible haboob that we were flying into, and the 
the wind was so bad that we weren't we weren't going to be able to land and so they were going to have to take us to luke air force base and at that time you were living like way out there you were the only person i could think of that was living way out there so i was like oh shit richie's gonna have to pick us up and drive us back because he's the only person i know out there and um uh for those of you that don't know uh my fiance he, he's scared shitless of heights and so him being in planes is not his favorite thing it was no joke the voice of rick talkett was the only thing that calmed that man down in that plane when he <laughs> thought that we were going down i go just listen to rick talkett talking and you will calm down and he did he that was the only thing that got him through that plane flight so um i i owe rick talkett in that regard because of the fact that it finally got him to chill out biz hates the- his life right now he's still still hurting for trying to break a stick over his leg um, here's a comment here from uh, Donnell. He says, since you got that Kyrie's hat on, do you have the Kyrie's reverse retro jersey to match it? I think it was one of the best reverse retro jerseys from last season. Um, I do not have the reverse retro jersey. Number one, super expensive. Number two, too hot here to wear hockey jerseys a heck of a lot of the time. And number three, um, they're really hard to find. They're gone pretty, pretty quickly. So I do not, which is why I bought the hat instead. Much cheaper. Corey will tell you I'm a big fan of hats. I have way too many of them. Um, here's a Phoenix Suns hat right there, upside down, but that's a Phoenix Suns hat. Uh, hey, in USA, Arizona, we don't have many good teams, so it's, it's good that you can at least rep your Suns yeah, hat. Yeah, USA Baseball hat. I got more hats over here too. But, uh, yeah, I agree. The Curry's Reverse Retro is perfect. I love the purple. Love the purple. I wish they'd bring it back too. As far as I know, it's just a one-time thing. But um, I'm glad, though, that they did bring back the white Kachina. And I know I know Isha, he's still here. Um, I know Isha's a big fan of the Kachina sweaters. I, the best sweaters in the league. And I'm glad they're back full time now because, God, they're awesome. They're so cool. I I also don't have a reverse retro jersey. I wish I, I, wish I did. Um, I, I need to get a Kachina one because I really want a, a Kachina one. But yeah, no, I would say bring back the purple across the board for everything because um, being a born and raised kid here in Arizona, like, you know, everything was purple in the beginning because you had the suns being purple, um, the D-backs being purple, um, the coyotes had purple. So it was a state of everything that was pretty much purple for a while and then all of a sudden they started switching over to red which was very i don't know like everyone else everyone else is red the only one that really kind of came in was always red was uh, was the cardinals because they came from st louis cardinals you know red bird so it's a little bit different but um purple was was different like outside of the rockies I can't think of a team off the top of my head. Can you think of a, another team, Richie, off the top of your head that's purple, that is, like, known for being purple outside of the Rockies? Um, maybe the Toronto Raptors there for a while? But it's not, like, a normal color that you see. No, There's it's, a lot it's of not. Yeah, teams. oh, the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> oh, shit. That is, that is rough. That is very rough. For those of you that don't know, 
Uh, I am a Vikings fan, so that is uh, very rough of me. I'm, I think I've been trying to forget about this season for a while now. They just fired their GM and their head coach. Um, I liked Zimmer, but, you know, got to have a winning team. So Donnell's staying up late with us. So thanks for uh, thanks for staying up late with us. Um, big yeah. New York fan here. Uh, let's see, Jets, Giants, and Jets. Mm, sorry, um, Knicks. They're doing so, okay this year. The Nets are really good. Um, Rangers. I don't think are doing great this year. Neither are the Islanders or Devils. So, uh, so we feel your pain. Islanders for, uh, and Devils. I mean, not so great. How teams. did you swing that? That's. That I feel like that's very conflicting. Well, I think he's saying that he has not many teams around his area. Not necessarily that he's got fans of all those teams. Oh, right? okay, okay, okay. Um, Bumana says, "Blame it on the drink." <laughs> yeah, I'm going to blame it on the fact that I'm I'm you you saw me pour this. That's mm. got to be why I forgot my Minnesota Vikings. Um, because. Yeah, I've got a lot of purple around everywhere. I mean, I could even show you, literally, I'm looking up, and uh, I I know Joke have a uh, Vikings, Patriots. Um, I hope I hope that actually showed it. Because mm-hmm. I actually showed my, okay, flags that are just sitting there. Um, so, yeah, I, I literally had it right in front of my face, and I already forgot it. Uh, I am the Vikings fan. My fiance is a Patriots fan. We are both fans of the Cardinals because we're born and raised here. Um, just be- before there was. I'm not a Cardinals fan. Oh, he is not a Cardinals fan because he's a Rams fan. Um, for everyone to know. Um, oh, the Kings in the 70s were purple. There you go. Great jerseys. Wish they'd bring that back. We hate the Kings here around these parts for obvious reasons, but their jerseys in the 70s were dope. Yes. Um, but yeah, so. Um, before the maybe people do or don't know, um, there was first the Suns here in, in the state of Arizona. Then there was um, the Coyotes in 96. Then the uh, Diamondbacks in 98. And then um, the Cardinals sometime thereafter. And so um, a lot of people... Here in the great state of Arizona, we're not initially Cardinals fans. So um, that's how I became a Vikings fan initially. And um, then I, I, I became a Cardinals fan because I was born and raised here. But uh, my dad raised me to be a Vikings fan and Cardinals fan. So there you go. Third period's about to get underway. But before we do, in case you're wondering why I have Tankathon pulled up, Corey, I promised we'd do this oh, early God. in the show. So. We'll go ahead and do it now before the third period starts. This is the no, Tankathon NHL Draft Lottery Simulator. Now, I think I'm they have this that. ranked right now according to points percentage. So, right now, the Montreal Canadiens have the worst points percentage in the league. And if the Coyotes hold on and win this game, that will hold steady. So, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to see what the Coyotes' luck is. The puck is dropped for the third period. But we're going to do this super quickly before we move on. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. We did it! We did it! And speaking of doing it, Austin Matthews has tied the game at one apiece. What a coincidence. We send the lottery, Arizona wins it, and then Austin Matthews scores a pretty goal to open the scoring in the third period. It's one-to-one. 
Corey has muted her mic, so I don't know if she can still hear me or not. But yes, the, the yes, the yes, crap. I can. I was I was super super excited, and then I and then I started reading comments. I'm sorry, but um, no, I th- this has never happened. We have done it on our podcast multiple times, and never once has that happened on our podcast. So people were able to see it live. Of course, um, Austin Matthews scores on the Coyotes. I don't know um, what the – is there still allowed to be the the same amount of press that travels to games? Do you, do you happen to know, Richie? Uh, I don't know. I do not know. I don't I, know. I, know what the... I think Canada, Canada has restricted their border crossings. Okay, because I was just curious. Um, I don't know – you know what how many people are there now but um the first like the first like season or two when um Austin Matthews had came back to Arizona to play you could probably attest to this too Richie I I think you were there for a couple of them um it was it was a gong show so much press would follow him everywhere they also we're doing a documentary on him at one point. I think I may have ended up in the background of one of those documentaries because they were literally following him everywhere and wanted to show him coming back home. It is the biggest gong show when he comes back into town. Yeah, no, I don't know how it is tonight, obviously. They're literally playing right across the street from me. Again, I live, I can walk to the River Arena. But uh, I did, side note, and better news, um, I put out a lot of bets for this game. Haven't cashed any. The only bet I have cashed now is Austin Matthews to be an anytime goal scorer. So thank you, Austin Matthews, for not losing me as much money as I could have if he didn't score. I bet, of course, on DraftKings Sportsbook, and you can do that too. If you sign up on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code THPN, you can get a bunch of deals going, a lot of free bets, especially for the NFL playoffs starting this weekend, speaking of the NFL playoffs, I know this is a hockey show, but it's 1-1. The Lakes are probably going to win this game. I have two beers in me. Let's talk some NFL. Screw it. Donnell asks if we think that the Cardinals can beat the Rams on Monday night. Um, again, Corey mentioned it. I'm a Rams fan. I actually traveled from Arizona to L.A. to watch the Cardinals and Rams game at SoFi Stadium. Beautiful stadium. Loved it. Would totally do it again. This was back in week four, and unfortunately the Cardinals won by two touchdowns. So I've experienced I'll, I'll be right back, Richie. Continue. Continue talking. Okay. Sure. Corey's going to be back in a second. Um, but yes, I was there in L.A. when the Cardinals beat the Rams in week four. And so I witnessed firsthand that the Cardinals – can actually beat Sean McVay, which they hadn't done previously. So if you ask me, yes, they can actually beat the the Rams. The only way to do that is if they dominate the line of scrimmage and keep the ball away for Matthew Stafford and the Rams offense. And case in point doing that, that's how the San Francisco 49ers beat the Rams. They dominated the line of scrimmage in the second half and uh, then the 49ers beat the Rams. But so if you get if you do that, you dominate the line of scrimmage and you 
um, force turnovers, Matthew Stafford throws some interceptions, you can win. So it's not out of the question. However, I do think the Rams will end up winning. Uh, without I, without, um, without DeAndre Hopkins, it's a different story. And I think that's the biggest difference. If DeAndre Hopkins was in the game, I think the Cardinals probably win, considering they were 8-1 and one on the road um, this season. So uh, that's my answer. And Corey, oh, my God. I don't know how many how people live in cold weather. These two layers I have on right now is is, is a lot. It feels feels like a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, here I I say if Kyler Murray can get his head out of his ass, yes. That's true. Actually, I one hundred percent believe that, and that's the thing. I think he's going to have a hard time doing it without DeAndre Hopkins on the roster. As uh, Phil Kessel gets a great scoring chance there for the Coyotes, just missing the net. Uh, as it's 1-1 right now in uh, in the third period. Donnell again weighing in, saying he's got three Adidas reverse retro jerseys. Uh, he's got the Rangers, Islanders, and Devils. Now, Donnell, I don't think Neil's still hanging around here, but uh, you seem to be a jersey guy, Donnell. Is there any chance you would actually buy the third jersey that the Devils just put out, which everybody hated? Except for Isha. I think Isha was the only one that was like, yeah, I love this crappy jersey. And I was like very proud of it. So, Donnell, would, you, would anybody buy the New Jersey Devils third jersey? It's the, literally the worst jersey I've ever seen in my life. Would you buy the Devils third jersey, Corey? I, know you, I don't think you liked it either. No. No. Wait, was that the – now I'm getting – now I'm getting confused here. Let me make sure it's the one that I think it is. It's the black one that just says Jersey on it. Okay, that's okay. That, I was about to ask that. And then and then someone had tweeted and said pants. And I thought it was the funniest tweet ever. Because that was exactly how I felt. Like, no one had made that joke yet when Richie and Kat were, and I were talking about it. And I was just like, I'm glad they had to notify the people of of New Jersey that it was a Jersey. Um, I'm glad that they don't think their fans are smart enough to figure that out just as a uh, sarcastic joke. And then it was all over Twitter. And I was very proud of Twitter that day because of the fact that it was so dumb looking that I'm glad that people were roasting them on it because they needed to roast them on it. I will say it is interesting. You know, people always say like, Oh, Will you buy this jersey and that jersey? I'm curious about people, whether they think it's a betrayal if you are a not a fan of a team to buy a jersey because you think it's cool. Because I had thought about um, buying a Kraken jersey. One, because of the fact that I would look wonderful in um, that Kraken blue. And two, I just really like the jersey. And someone came at me on Twitter and said, well, then just go fuck the Coyotes then. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold off here. It doesn't mean I'm not a Coyotes fan. It just means that I enjoy the jersey and it's a historical time because they were the expansion team. And yet people were heated online about it. Yeah, to answer your question, I don't buy a lot of jerseys anyway. I only have a few. I think I have, like, basically one of each team, more or less. 
and and that's about it. So um, if I can't even buy jerseys on my own teams, like I really want the um, Phoenix Suns Valley jersey, which is one of my favorite jerseys the Suns have ever done. But they're expensive and wearing basketball jerseys isn't that cool or great. So I decided not to go ahead and buy those. So to answer your question, Corey, I would say that it is a betrayal to wear your a jersey of 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 a team that's not your favorite team. Even if you like the player, which I get, because there are players around every sport that I, I really like and and enjoy watching. But I don't think I'd ever go out and buy their jersey. Unless the only you know, Corey, guess who the only player is that I've ever thought of going out and buying their jersey when they play my reader. No, you got it. Nailed it. Do I have my Toby jersey? Yes, I do. Hang on. One second. Continue to talk. Here's here. Here's uh here's Donnell again. He's asking about the stadium series jerseys. Oh, now I got to pull this up. Okay, too. I have. I literally don't even think I saw these. Did I see so, the stadium? Yeah, he's, he's asking about the Winter Classic jerseys too, which I actually kind of liked. At first, when I first saw them, I didn't really like them, but seeing them on the ice there in Minnesota, I actually really liked. And then the Predators. Um, stadium series jersey, Corey, is the one that's gold, and all it says in the front, there's no logo. All it says is um, Smashville on the front. So that's oh that's yeah, these... these are coming up now. Okay, so um, yeah. no, no. Oh, look at your cute Toby. Oh well, you know that means what I have to pull out then. Yes, this is yes. Very obvious what I have to pull out here. Yeah, I'm not even on on camera but you guys can still hear me because i you're in my ear so i'm walking with you um, my favorite coyotes player tobias reader so that's if you you're everybody here is new so you guys don't know this about me but if you listen to the show at all you would know that uh tobias i am a, the biggest tobias reader stand in the world and i will never stop being the biggest tobias reader stand in the world uh, like i said he's now earlier in the show he's now playing in in the Swiss League, if I'm not mistaken. He's out of the NHL, but uh, once scored two shorthanded goals on the same shift back in the day. So that's what he's famous for. And then, Corey, please explain your Keith Yandel jersey. Um, big Keith Yandel jersey um, here because it was bought. Um, I wanted to buy a jersey and hadn't bought one because I was, I was young and couldn't really afford one. And um, uh, it, it's the reason why it's a men's small and it fits like a dress on me is because it was my last chance. He had just been traded and I needed to buy a Jersey. So I bought this, this Jersey and it has been so sentimental ever since because of the fact that, you know, Keith Yandel has been gone for a long time. Now I wore it um, to all the games when he came back into town um, but yeah, I'm huge Keith Yandel fan. Um, I am not on the side of a lot of the people that thought his style of play wasn't the style of play of the future because it is and fight me on it. <laughs> There's a reason why he's still in the NHL. I, there was a lot of Coyotes fans that like hated him and couldn't stand him near the end of his career here in Arizona. Oh, they I could not, absolutely hated him. I didn't understand. 
it was, here's the thing. I really did not think it was fair to shit on Keith Yandel the way that they shit on Keith Yandel, but then really enjoy um, Oliver Ekman Larson towards the end of his career here as a Coyote. Because of the fact that uh, Oliver Ekman Larson did a really good job on, on both ends of the puck, offensively and defensively. He did, he, he did great for um, a section of his career. However, towards the latter, he tried to kind of more make it um, kind of more make it where he was a Keith Yandel type player where he favored the offensive uh, the offensive defense game more than the defense game defensive defensive game and so for a long time people were okay with that we wanted OEL gone for the past probably two seasons because he wasn't playing well on either side of the puck and that's just basically what it was and um I don't think it was ever fair that people who hated on Keith Yandel for being way too offensive and risky in the fact that his plus minus was trash. Going back to stats, yes, his plus minus was trash. But people don't even really value plus minus anymore. And he was a goal scorer. And sometimes that is what you need Team-wise, when you don't have the offense that you want, you want a um, an, an offensive defenseman. And that is what he brought to the Coyotes, and that's what he brought to a lot of teams after that. So when um, Oliver Ekman Larson became an offensive defenseman, people thought he was the greatest thing ever, but didn't acknowledge the fact that he was basically a half-assed Keith Yandel towards the end of, of his tenure here at the Coyotes. And I just said that on a broadcast. Someone's going to try and and murder me for that. Somebody is uh, – we have another question here, which is, who are our favorite players of all time? Uh, Bermana says Patrick Y, even as a Montreal Canadian. This is an interesting question for me because I, I kind of came to the sport later. I didn't really become a fan until I was in high school. So – if you're talking about all-time favorite players, it's kind of hard for me to answer, really, other than saying players who are still playing to this day, right? Like your Alex Ovechkins of the world and and <laughs> Tobias Reeder, obviously, <laughs> goes without mentioning. Um, but uh, for us, I think for, for Corey and I, the player that I think stands out as Coyotes fans is Shane Doan. And I don't know if you could really say anybody else other than Shane Doan, if you're a Coyotes fan, he's here for 20 years, hanging up his jerseys up in the ring of honor now, now back with the team. So that's who I'd probably go with is Shane Doan. I mean, he, uh, I have, I have his Jersey actually in my, in my closet over here. Um, He is someone who literally, started with the team back when they were in Canada. So, you know, he has been here before the team has even been here. So, yeah, you would definitely, as any Coyotes person, have to say 
um, Shane Doan and the fact that he is the history of this team. He's kind of a heart of um, hockey here in the state and the fact that people know him and he has done a lot for it throughout the state. I mean, he coached his own son's team um, over here in Scottsdale, for Christ's sake. So, yeah, I would definitely have to say Shane Doan. It was actually um, it was actually very emotional to watch um, when he got inducted into the Ring of Honor. Um, you know, I w- was very thankful to be able to be in a situation where I, I, I was working it and I got to um, be around all of, the, all of the VIPs of all the people who um, knew him and, um, you know, wanted to be there to speak, um, speak for him in it. Um, and it was a really cool moment, but it was also really emotional considering the fact that I am, uh, I am 27. So most of my life has been where, um, Shane Doan has been a part of hockey in the state. So definitely, um, one of the best for sure. If I was to say someone, and I feel like it's somewhat cliche when I say, this but I I respect the hell of the fact of uh, Bobby Orr and what he did for the sport and what he did um, for offensive defensemen and changing the sport Um, I think without him there is no Keith Yandel and I think that there is no um, hockey in what we see it as today yeah yeah, 100% Uh, another question from Donnell thanks again for joining us Donnell we appreciate you hanging out with us here on the Hockey Podcast Network uh, live stream as we watch the Coyotes and Maple Leafs here in the third period. It's 1-1 and uh, eight and a half minutes ago and a very surprising outcome, to be honest. I don't think any of us expected this low scoring of a game. And uh, again, just so you know who we are, I'm Richie. This is Corey below me here where uh, we host the uh, Sporting with Corey and Richie show here on the Hockey Podcast. And we're covering the Arizona Coyotes, so we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, if you are watching us right now, you can give us a like. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. We do live streams pretty much every day of the week right here on this same channel. Hosted by a lot of our great hosts on the network. Uh, Neil does a lot of great, a lot of great work on, in terms of uh, live streams. Nick Berlansky does here some here and then he's uh, the host of the penguin show. So uh, to answer your question, Donnell, the best goaltender of all time. Now, this is a great question, Corey. I feel like um, our friend Kat, who is literally in the other room for me. Yeah, I was going to say, you need to go and, and get Katarina from the other room. Um, She's going to crush us if we don't answer this question correctly. By the way, apparently the Coyotes just scored a goal. I'm behind on the broadcast, so let's see what happens here. Oh, figure out how the Coyotes got the lead in this game. My... Ooh, it was a beautiful goal. Ooh. What a play by Nick Schmaltz. Wow. What a nice pass. I mean, really, though. Incredible. The one and only thing Nick Schmaltz has done well in the last three freaking years he's been a Coyote. What a waste of a freaking trade that was. My God. But Ryan Zingle has two goals tonight, everybody. Ryan Zingle has two goals. Wow. What a play. Alex Galchenyuk. What a world. What a world. That is textbook. Wow. I don't know if the Coyotes have scored a prettier goal all season. Like, that's how you draw it up right there. I don't know what the Leafs' defense was doing there. Um, <laughs> Ryan Zingle just walking in fairly easily 
getting behind the Leafs defense, getting that tap and goal off the pass from Nick Schmaltz. Great job by all, all the players involved there to give the Kyries a lead. Two to one, seven minutes to go in this hockey game. What an incredible turn of events in this game, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That is it, absolutely insane. And with 42 to 17 shots on goal. Like, this is pretty embarrassing for the Leafs. Now, you go back to earlier in the show when we were making fun of the Leafs for being terrible and never winning anything. This is the perfect example. This is embarrassing. If you're the Maple Leafs and if you're a Leafs fan in your chat, how embarrassed are you by this performance right now? This is inexcusable. Kareva Milk is a, a good goaltender, okay? He's good. He's a rookie. He's still learning. He can still be beaten. So the fact that they only have one goal against Karel Vimelka is, is just wild to me. And this is this is insane. This doesn't help the county's lottery chances whatsoever. And you're ruining Austin Matthews' return home. Hey, but it's pretty cool to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs on national television. Or be beating the Toronto Maple Leafs on national television. I mean, there's still a lot of time for them to lose this. You know that, right? There's a lot of time that they <laughs> That's can true. lose this There's game. still six, six minutes, 15 seconds left to go. Yeah, it, this is the Coyotes we're talking about. Let's not cut it short in the fact that there is plenty of time for them to blow this. And um, in addition, there I, I've been saying all this time that they still need to make these games interesting and fun for fans to watch just because of the fact that hockey is an entertainment business just like anything else. So they need to make these games interesting. They can't just keep on getting, you know, their asses handed to them every single game. So the fact that um, they're making this game interesting, I think is a big deal. So you have the storyline of Austin Matthews, and you also have the Coyotes playing a halfway decent game even though they're being grossly outshot, which is 100% on brand for the Coyotes. Also on brand from Hope here, the Leafs lost a game seven in the third with a three-goal lead. There is no bottom too deep. (laughs) 100% true. And again, yeah, it used to be a fan of theirs. And you know what? I think you made a great decision, to be honest, leaving the Maple Leafs. That seems like a very toxic relationship to be honest. So I'm glad you left it. Um, to go back to the question about goaltenders, um, fun fact, we have a figure of an old Toronto Maple Leafs goaltender in our living room of Johnny Bauer. So I'm just going to throw Johnny Bauer's name out there. I think he was, he was pretty good back in the day. How am I not surprised that you guys have a have a figure in your living room. That is the most cat thing that I could even imagine. I, to be honest with you, I can't throw a goaltender out there. And the fact that like that is not my niche. I rely way too heavily on cat for this. Yeah, to be honest, I do too. I do too. So we're not qualified to answer those questions what we're trying to say. And Isha's correct. Welcome back to the stream, Isha. Uh, yeah, the Cubs might actually win this game. It's kind of – it's wild. They're getting outshot 42-17. to 17, And they're still winning. Thanks to two goals from Ryan Zingle. I repeat. Ryan Zingle. <laughs> who was cut by case. his former team. 
and was picked off the scrap heap by the Arizona Coyotes just weeks ago, has two goals against one of the best teams in the National Hockey League. We are living in the Matrix, Corey. That's what I like to say. Sometimes things just never make sense. This is one of those games that just makes zero sense to me and further proof that uh, we are indeed living in the Matrix. Yeah, it, it this game makes zero sense. But a lot of things about the Coyotes um, make zero sense. How do we feel about everyone wants your Coyotes to move? I want your Coyotes to stay in Arizona. Thank you. Um, that is um, not most of the people. And get a new arena in Tempe. And I've heard, and have you heard about the arena situation on Monday? Yes, we absolutely have. Um, we uh, actually, our, our podcast that went out on Monday, I talked about it. But yes, um, we would love for the team to move to Tempe, um, even though Richie lives very close to them now. Um, we are both ASU grads. We love Tempe, and um, ASU is also coming out with a new arena, and um, it would be fantastic to be able to walk literally from uh, it's actually probably a very long walk, so never mind. Probably like a, a short drive um, from the uh, ASU arena to the Coyotes arena to watch back-to-back hockey games. That may be my personal dream. Um, my life may be complete the day that I would be able to do that. So, yes, I'm 100% hoping that's where it goes. Um we will see. Uh, they've gotten past all of the issues that they have with the FAA for the most part. Um, it's not been really officially come out yet, but it, they're basically saying that the FAA will allow it. However, um, they are dealing with the council members at the moment because they weren't paying their bills in Glendale and uh, the council members in Tempe are a little bit anxious about it. We're, we're not that surprised. We all kind of thought from a business standpoint what they were doing was bad business but you know you just kind of have to roll with those punches and realize that uh in the end um the coyotes have the money morello has the money he just opened his own um he, he just opened his own betting um sports betting uh, site i don't even know what exactly they are like just like you you would we have DraftKings. Um, he has Sahara bets now, so, um, he will be making even more money than he had before. So I don't think that they are going to be in any problems that way. It's just the fact of being able to negotiate it with Tempe and then, uh, they'll be hitting the ground running, I think after that, but, uh, it's just about where to get them to play for right now, but no, we do not predict them leaving. I've said this before on this stream and on our podcast, as long as Gary Bettman is the commissioner of the National Hockey League, the Arizona Coyotes will not leave the state of Arizona, period, end of story, bookmark it, et cetera, et cetera. Corey, I'll let you handle this, this comment here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean – so that that there is a lot of reputations about ASU. Um, it probably doesn't help that I'm blonde. Um, that also kind of goes along with the same thing. And I have heard many of them. Um, my uh, 
my fiance who I, I did all the way back from high school was um, played ASU hockey. So I have heard from many um, of the out of state guys, how they, how they feel about ASU and ASU um, women. And, and definitely uh, they've been trying to get away from that. Michael Crow has 100% certainly tried to get away from that. Uh, but yes, there is a reputation and no, I am not um, like that reputation. There is probably a, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, Richie, there's probably only about uh, 30% of the actual ASU female population that is what the stereotypes are. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. I think that's, that's a pretty fair indication. Granted, I was never the big, uh, you know, party person at ASU so I I can't I but I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you on that one so I'll, I'll go with you <laughs> no I mean like and I mean my best friend was was uh in a sorority and I went to you know sorority events and some frat parties and stuff with her um and yes there are some that are very much what you would expect but definitely not all of us um there are so many ASU students, you would not believe it. And um, there's only a, a few that are that way. You know, they, they have the Tempe 12, which is like the, the most attractive girls that go to ASU. And that was on every guy's wall. But you don't always have that type of um, person throughout it. Oh, Oh, okay. Yes, I have. Yeah, I have up, summoned yeah. Katharina uh, to answer goalie questions. That's fine. You can appear. Put in the Hi. put in the AirPods so you can listen okay. to Corey. I think it should still Hello, work. Hello, I have summoned you, and you have come. You did. You summoned me. <laughs> I said that um, we had gotten a question of the best goaltender of all time, and I said I do not feel like we are um, possibly uh, qualified to answer this question the same way that you are qualified. And then there was another question that we had been asked about ASU, which I'll hold on to because I really want to get your opinion on it as someone who went to college out of the state and then went to ASU parties um, because of yours truly. So um, let's start with the uh, best goaltender of all time. And hello, everyone. This is Catherine Silverman, um, our best friend, Richie's roommate. And um, goaltender extraordinaire, she is the goaltender whisperer, as we all know her to be. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, so is the question, uh, like, the best goaltender of all time with no qualifiers? Was there any reason for that? Um, no, he listed off three people. Let me see if I can pull it up again, see which which three he Was listed. Was it Broder, and... Uh, what? Yes. Those were the three. Uh, the answer is Eddie Belfour. I'm just kidding. Uh, probably Dominic Hushak. Um, I I would say from a <clears throat> like from a an overall longevity and quality standpoint, it's probably probably our guy Dom. Um, but definitely not Marty Bruder, who is a delight. Um. Very nice guy in person too, but very good at staying good on a very good team for a long time, but not the best all time. Uh, Patrick Waugh, 
played when it was easier. So I don't think he counts. Um, Dominic Hachette kind of revolutionized the position though. And we've seen guys try and mimic him for what the last 20, 30 years, trying to, trying to replicate what he was able to do. And he just, he sensed the game at a higher level than I'd argue anyone else has up to this point. And I, I don't think we've seen anyone come even close. Um, Roder got shutouts because of the trap. That's a fantastic comment that somebody dropped in there. Um, yeah, he played on a, I would argue, a revolutionarily defensive team. Um, there were, I went back and looked one time uh, just to compare him to some Leafs goaltenders who had been struggling a little bit. And I believe I compared him to Jonathan Bernier, just looking at the the workload that they'd faced. And over an entire season... Jonathan Bernier was facing like 29 shots a night. Uh, Broder faced 21, I think, shots per night over an entire season. And I think if we went back and looked at the quality of the shots, they weren't all that high quality either. Um, no, I think it's it's probably Dominic Kashak. Uh, if I'm being biased, though, I'd say Eddie the Eagle at Belfort. So sorry if that isn't the answer your your viewers wanted better but answer than I was the answer give. that I it was much better I answer than we would have given so. I could have given a, a, an in-depth um analysis on how much we hated uh Mike Smith giving up five hole but outside of that it was it would really not have been quality so that's why we wanted you to come in here and and the other analysis I wanted you for was oh, we'd gotten a question okay. about ASU girls and that they have a reputation and that um but I seem classy though I'm glad that I at least seem classy but um what did you think and as someone who knew the reputation of ASU from afar to being in the environment of ASU once you were here right I I mean I for the viewers like I went to college on the east coast I went to St. John's um so got to party more so in New York City. Um, not a super wild collegiate scene in terms of partying, but certainly a decent amount of partying there. Um, but I had friends who went to UT Austin and spent some time partying there. Um, then came to Arizona and went with you guys to plenty of parties around ASU and down on Mill. Um with no disrespect to UT or St. John's, the girls at ASU were definitely the hottest. Um, I don't think that the reputation is necessarily all that well-deserved. Um, oh, look at that. Yotes won. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily anything more than the fact that it's hotter in Arizona. So you spend more time in tank tops and shorts. Um, Whereas in other parts of the country, there are schools that party way harder. Um, it's just freezing. So you're, you're dressed a little bit cozier. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any other reason for ASU to earn the reputation it has. Um, but yeah, I think people at ASU are a delight. I think you guys are a lot of fun. You guys work hard at school. I think there's a reputation just because it's, 
really sunny and hot outside and you guys like to spend a lot of time at the pool. And good for you guys. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Thank you for, for that. And you're very welcome. Um, I re I just realized that I'm wearing an Amherst baseball shirt while saying all of that. Um, I have not partied at UMass Amherst, but I've been there and it's a beautiful campus. So go UMass. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave you guys now. Okay, bye. Thank bye. you, Kat. All right, that's Kat Silverman, everybody, making a guest appearance on the show. Don't Please don't trip. I didn't. I sucked the wind. Good. That's Where are you going? I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad we aren't hurting. Cat, Cat doesn't know her way out of my out of the bedroom. Um. Anyway, the carries have won. Everybody, congratulations, Paul Bissonnette's Coyote Pelt did the job. Everybody, and the Coyotes actually won this goddamn hockey game somehow, some way, two to one. Karova Melka, ladies and gentlemen, made forty-five saves in this hockey game. Who bet on a Coyotes people. win? Who bet on a Coyotes win? I want to know who bet on a Coyotes win because that's definitely some money that they're making. Yeah, yeah, I sure as shit didn't. I bet on the well, I didn't bet on the Maple Leafs to win, but I had a lot of bets relating to the Maple Leafs winning. They did not. Coyotes got the dub. Incredible game. Interesting game to watch. I'm glad that everybody got to see Karelva Milka perform on that level. Uh, speaking of which, how did the Leafs lose? Corelva Melka, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, what did we end up with here? 46 to 18 on shots on goal. I will say my one little um, rant that I always have about TNT is I wish they would show the shots on goal more because I feel like that is a, a big story indicator of a game. But, like, the fact that Corelva Melka was able to block 45 shots this game is amazing for him and and it, it makes us happy for him as Coyotes fans for sure because that is a big thing for him and in a game that is a a kind of blockbuster game and the fact that uh Austin Matthews is back in town it's great that he was able to show up and it was nice to be able to see that uh the Coyotes could do well on national tv like hell yeah for once the Coyotes actually showed up on a time when it actually mattered. I am okay with the fact that they're not in last place now just because of the fact that this was really cool to see. Yeah, they did it on the national stage. Ryan Zingle, both schools for the Arizona Coyotes tonight. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us tonight. Thank you, uh, Beer Sports, whatever. Hopefully we do more. You know, I actually really enjoyed this tonight. Thank I you. hope you did too, Corey. Um, I don't know how many often we're going to do this. Um, fun fact, I can't watch Coyotes games very often because I don't have Valley Sports Arizona. So this was like the one and only time I was going to be able to do this and watch the game at night. I'm glad I did because the Coyotes got the dub. Thank you, Bumanis, for tuning in tonight and chatting. Uh, have a great night to you as well. And again, thank you for uh, donating to uh, Skating for Lane, too. We appreciate that. Um, Here's uh, Donnell saying, kind of wish ESPN did a lot more NHL games. I agree. I don't know why they weren't doing more. I think they went like a month and a half without doing a game. Griffin, thanks for tuning in tonight, man. Hashtag Darcy for Vesna, always and forever. Griffin hosts the uh, Avs podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. And he is correct. It is two Avs games in a row coming up. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot to mention, I hopped on his stream the other day, and he invited us on the show. So if we want to come on and talk about the Yotes and Avs coming off of this barn burner of a game. We can totally do that coming up on uh, maybe this weekend. So 
uh, we'll, we'll be in touch, Griffin. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Hope, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, check out, uh, yeah, thanks. If you want to check out our podcast, it is on the Hockey Podcast Network. You can just search Sporty with Corey and Richie. Corey spelled C-O-R-I. You can find us on the Hockey Podcast Network. We talk Arizona Coyotes and a whole heck of a lot of other random crap, too. We did Cats versus Dogs recently. We did a bunch of other stuff. Um, and so, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us tonight, everybody. We really appreciate you joining us. Hope you enjoyed the stream. Hope you enjoyed the game. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Corey Richie Show. You can follow us on Instagram at Corey Richie Show. Um, you can follow the network at HockeyPodNet. And if you're watching us, of course, and if you haven't done so already, the NFL playoffs are coming up this weekend. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Do it with promo code THPNs. Lots of deals going on ahead of the NFL postseason. And uh, bet along with me. I lost money tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I think I ended up losing like 20 bucks, 25 bucks tonight. But we're good. Hey, but the we're hometown good. boy like, got you some. Exactly. Austin Matthews scoring a goal did help me win a little bit of money. But, I, but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, have a good night, John. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Donnell, thanks for hanging out with us and sharing your opinions and, and being a supporter of the counties here in Arizona. We appreciate you. And uh, like I said, Griffin will be in touch. Um, I'm off on Sunday, so we can probably do that. Maybe if you're down, Corey, we can do a crossover episode. Love it, Griffin. We'll be in touch. All right, everybody. That's going to wrap it up here on the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube channel. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Um, I, did, I think I shared all how you can follow us um and and whatnot promoted DraftKings. Uh go Rams. Hope you beat the Cardinals this weekend. Um and Austin Matthews is gonna be a coyote in 2024. Everybody. We're speaking it into existence. Speaking it into existence. Corey, do you have any last words before we go? Good night and good hockey, everybody. You stole my sign off. Take care everybody. I did. We'll, uh, I whenever we'll... I get the chance to steal it from you i do and i always do it whenever you're not prepared so i have to do it very rarely and, and i love whenever i get to <laughs> good night everybody thanks for hanging out with us we'll uh we'll hopefully do some of the more of this soon and uh, make sure you subscribe and like the channel good night everybody take care <laughs>